Boy, aren't we. Welcome in, friends, to this edition of Fusebox number 84. Yes, indeed, Nets of Cheese. And uh, I'm your baked-in-my-own-natural-juices host, Mark Rose. And thanks so much for pushing play on this one. And over there, of course, uh, as always, in the uh, stylish maroon surgeon's smock. Well, we don't like giving the wrong idea. Is there a right idea? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, over there is the uh, maestro of meters himself, Milt Keynes, everybody. Thank you kindly. I uh, I suppose you saw the uh, shitstorm our fine state is causing again. Oh, yeah, 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 I did. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's something we should uh, definitely address. Because, as you know... Folks, we uh, we bravely tackle the hard topics here on uh, Fusebox, fearlessly facing the slings and arrows of self-righteous indignation and confront head-on the most incendiary subjects of our time, like self-service gas. Yeah, don't say that too loud. Oh, I know, I know. The mere sound of that has folks running and fleeing in horror. So... Here's the deal. Oh, oh, and by the way, I, I just uh, got to mention that I was listening to our uh, illustrious leaders program on this here Overnightscape Underground channel, the uh, Overnightscape itself, hosted by Frank Edward Nora, and he happened to uh, casually mention that uh, New Jersey and uh, Oregon were the only two states in the union that did not allow for self-service pumping of gas, and that now with a recent law passed in Oregon that New Jersey was now the only state remaining with the uh, self-service ban. Well, that's not really the case, though, right? Well, yeah, that's right, and that's what struck me. It it appears that our, um, our governor, Kate Brown, uh, tweaked the existing law to say that uh, counties with a population less than 40,000 people could now do the self-service thing. But if you were in a county with a population greater than 40,000 folks living there, then the law would still be in effect. And uh, this has caused some confusion. Uh, People crying, spraying themselves in the face with gas. (laughs) And igniting themselves in protest. There just seems to be this difficulty with the process of uh, refueling our own vehicles. <laughs> now, I got to go on record here as to saying that I, uh, as many will know, I spent a great many years in the uh, place that shall not be named. Florida. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I just got to say that there are a lot of reasons that the uh, self-service thing is actually a, a really big convenience. But for some, I can see that that uh, might not be too grand an idea, especially if you're maybe physically inconvenienced in some fashion. But uh, as uh, this bill, which I think goes back as far as the New Jersey law, and that's like uh, the 1950s, it, at least in, in our state, it's created about 10,000 additional jobs, which uh, in a state with an unemployment rate of what? 4.2%, I think it is. Yeah, it looks like uh, 4.2%. Yeah, that's actually a help. Hell, I can remember when we had the option. 
right? I mean, there was a full-service island and then a self-serve island, and you could uh, pick which one you wanted and be on your way. Absolutely. You bet. The always smiling and helpful uniformed attendant who would take you by the hand and escort you into the nice white chamber, put the electrodes in your mouth, and... Oh, no, wait. No, no, that's the other place. Yeah, there's been a lot of gags about the folks out here not being able to figure the whole pump-your-own-gas thing. Fake news. It's all fake news. Nothing to see here. Move along, please. That's right. I know. I I don't think it's quite as cartoonish as it's been uh, portrayed out here, but... uh, There will naturally be some confusion at first for some. Well, you know, it's just like those self-checkout lanes at the grocery store. You know, it's a great way to get in and out fast, provided they work. Please place your item on the scanner. It is. It's on the scanner right there. Please place your item on the scanner. It is on the scanner. It's on the scanner right there. Can't you detect that? Please place your item on the scanner. For crying out loud. It's right there. It's it's a bag of coffee. Please place your item on the scanner. Thank you. Your total is $46,000 and no cents. Sadly, they don't always work. And that's why you usually see an attendant standing there anyway in case it actually fouls up along the way. Well, we'll be back with some more foul stuff after this. We've locked Senator Bob Fusky inside this deep-sea diving bell filled with angry razor clams, but it's to prove a point. No, no, stop it. Oh, no, stop. Oh, no, no, stop. Stop it. Ah. Oh, oh, stop it. Oh, TheFuseBoxShow.com Yes, and speaking of those foul and stinky things... We get another TV season of What's That Smell? No, no, not that stinky. But running a close second is, of course, the uh, ongoing sexual harassment situation uh, in and around us at present that uh, we actually talked about on an earlier show. But uh, I was provoked, once again, into uh, responding to a recent development that uh, many of you are probably aware of at the Golden Globe Awards. Uh, You may be aware that uh, many attendees opted to wear black as a statement of solidarity for those uh, affected by recent, and may I say, ongoing stinkiness in the uh, Hollywood realms, where it honestly does. It seems like on a daily basis now we hear about some transgression happening yet again and then again again. The, the one of, of uh, recent note isn't really a, a, a sexual harassment issue per se, but uh, certainly is ugly nonetheless and speaks directly to the uh, gender bias issues there. As you've probably heard, Ridley Scott is endeavoring to uh, complete his uh, newest film, All the Money in the World, and uh, he, of course, was forced to do some reshoots on that film. It required uh, numerous scenes to be reconstructed due to uh, Kevin Spacey's removal from the project, and uh, I'm sure we all recall that. Uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, Michelle Williams had to do 10 days of uh, reshoots for this film, 
And uh, Mr. Wahlberg was uh, paid the handsome sum of uh, $1.5 million for the 10 days. Miss Williams, on the other hand, was paid, quoting now, short of $1,000, according to the uh, Hollywood reporter who is quoting USA Today. Now, friends, (laughs) I'm not at all sure how that deal got negotiated. Maybe they were going to throw in two months free in Monte Carlo or something. But gotta tell you, that's way, way, way below the day rate. That's insane. Just, just is. Yeah, but didn't Wahlberg donate his fees to the Time's Up uh, defense initiative or something like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. He did indeed, and that's to his credit. But you also know that there was this huge public outcry prior to that uh, rather generous donation that may have had some influence on that outcome? One can only speculate there. But but my point is, she's the co-star in this film. Yeah, says here that uh, the William Morris Agency is donating $500,000 to uh, Time's Up as well. I guess uh, I guess they rep both these folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, but I, I'm just saying that if if I was the agency in this case, I'd be a little red faced, at least. I mean, come on, a grand for ten days. You have to understand, folks. People make more per day in an industrial training video shoot. And I'm sure that if if more disclosures regarding the the wage disparities can keep coming out we'll we'll see we'll see changes big changes there too because really folks uh someone like uh well let's just pick uh, Gal Gadot for instance who starred in that uh, blockbuster Wonder Woman now she should be commanding a much higher rate than she probably was paid for that first film but i bet you pickles to pangolins she didn't come near the rate a chap like Robert Downey Jr. gets for an Iron Man appearance. You know what I mean? Well, personally, I think she's a whole lot more fun to look at than Iron Man, but that's uh, just my humble opinion here. Well, I would be inclined to agree, but now that is just our opinion, friends, and does not reflect the opinions of staff, management, or the Japanese pocket squirrels who I know for a fact have a much higher day rate than the inconceivably ridiculous one Miss Williams received. Day rate! Yay! <laughs> yeah, 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 we, we, need, uh, we need more of these wage details to come out. I bet there are some shenanigans going on there that would be most enlightening if revealed. But here's, here's what I want to add to this... Uh, wriggling bowl of beetles. You know, I appreciate very much the fact that uh, Hollywood and uh, the uh, entertainment industry pretty much as a whole is uh, rampant with these types of uh, nefarious goings-on, but I would like to humbly suggest that we rack that focus back. I saw what you did there. Thank you. I suggest that we rack that focus back to include a few more settings for this kind of stunctious behavior. Oh, I don't know. How about just taking a walk with me right now, huh? Down, down here. And, uh, 
peer into a few doors of industry, shall we? Yes. Oh, here we are. This one is the commercial banking and finance door. Yeah, fairly certain that wasn't in her job description at all. Oh, here's another one. This is the insurance industry in here. Uh, I'm sure that for some folks, wearing a hood and hanging upside down over a fire pit is just another Saturday night. But not sure this was in the employee orientation manual. And in here, behind this hand laminated in real imitation snakeskin, is the healthcare industry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd say, uh, definitely a big win for most original use of an enema bag. Gotta give you props for that one. Yeah. Okay. In all seriousness, these examples are way over the top. Or did they? But the point is that these practices, whatever they are and however subtle or overt they are, They just continue to go on in businesses far away from the Klieg lights and CGI. The point is, let's get a little wider view, shall we? Because as easy as it is to just, you know, settle for the Hollywood issues going on right now, this behavior is everywhere, in all the little nooks and crevices and in any type of business. And by the way, not a gender-specific issue either. This stinkiness crosses all gender lines with ease because it's a human issue buried way down in there. Next to that cup of cold coffee with the cigarette butt floating in it and just an arm's length from the bones of the autopsied alien from Paramus, New Jersey. Yes, way down in there. It's a human issue, folks. And we need to appreciate the scope of this thing. Stay vigilant. That's my message. Hello, Mrs. Johnson. Is Billy home? Hi, Tommy. I'm afraid Billy's gone fishing with his father, Mr. Johnson. But please come in. I made cookies. Would you like to try my cookies, Tommy? Oh, boy. I sure would, Mrs. Johnson. I really like cookies. Billy always brags about your cookies. Great, Tommy. Have a seat and enjoy my cookies. They're really hot, so be careful not to burn your tongue on my cookies. Gosh, Mrs. Johnson, your cookies are so soft and moist. I could eat your cookies all day. Thank you, Tommy. By the way, 
Where did you get that great fuse box T-shirt? It really shows off your arms. Have you been working out? Thank you, Mrs. Johnson. I buy fuse box merchandise at thefuseboxshow.com. They have lots of really cool stuff. You should check it out and buy lots and lots of fuse box stuff for Billy. Just click on the fuse box store link and start shopping. It's that easy. That does sound easy, Tommy. TheFuseBoxShow.com, huh? Thank you. Say, Tommy, when you're done enjoying my cookies, maybe you'd like to stay and go for a swim in my pool. Boy, would I! Thanks, Mrs. Johnson. May I have another cookie, please? <laughs> of course, Tommy. Say, how would you like to make out with me before you go swimming? I sure would, Mrs. Johnson. Gosh, you're the best. Mm. Oh, Tommy! Oh, Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> Way to go, Tommy! And remember, you can get your Fusebox merchandise at thefuseboxshow.com. Apply to infected area only. Batteries not included. Don't charge us. TheFuseBoxShow.com So, as we are all aware, certainly by now, our commissioner at the Federal Communications Commission has uh, successfully ramrodded this dismantling of net neutrality, which, as we all know, isn't good for anybody. Unless, of course, you're one of the shady IP moguls who may just benefit in a nefarious fashion. But we have a, a bunch of lawsuits pending here, and I suspect some uh, social unrest pending, as uh, over 85% of the public said they did not want this net neutrality issue tampered with at all. Yeah. When has what we want ever stopped those asshats from jacking everything up? Well, you know, and I thought I might just briefly explain a few things that might not be uh, easily known. And uh, firstly, the, uh, the initial wave of this crazy decision is going to impact folks like Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, and all the other streamers out there. Even Google, as crazy as that is to imagine, would uh, shoulder some form of this because if these... IPs, the uh, Comcasts, the whoever else is actually left out there that isn't sucked up by these giants, these guys will attach a premium fee for fast lane access to, quote, ensure the smooth service that the streaming company's customers have come to expect. Buried in there is extortion, by the way, forcing these companies to pay more for what they already have, to ensure they don't lose customers due to crappy speeds, which to the customer means buffering. The spinning wheel in the middle of a show, or worse, as we've all experienced uh, at one time or another, near the end, where these uh, throttle heads love 
to tweak you. Oh, man, I hate that spinning thing, man. That just... Interrupts your porn feed, does it? Hell yes. Yeah, modern day dilemma. So once these guys try this on with the uh, streaming companies, yeah, it'll be our turn, folks. And uh, we, too, will have to be paying ransom-like monthly payments to prevent the degrading quality that you're hearing right now from happening. And we know how so as I say, there, there will be a bunch of lawsuits filed and, uh, and are some now from uh, various states around the country. And uh, this, this news item here from NBC News uh, a short while ago, uh, quoting, The lobbying group Internet Association announced plans to act as an intervener in judicial action against this order. IA won't file its own lawsuit, but will instead support other legal challenges. Several state attorneys general across the country, including Washington's Bob Ferguson, announced plans to sue shortly after the FCC's vote. Online marketplace Etsy told uh, Recode it plans to file a lawsuit as well. Quoting the IA here, This rule defies the will of a bipartisan majority of Americans and fails to preserve a free and open internet, IA CEO Michael Beckerman said in a statement, continuing, IA intends to act as an intervener in judicial action against this order and, along with our member companies, will continue our push to restore strong, enforceable net neutrality protections through a legislative solution. And uh, the other thing to add to this is that there are a lot of uh, states around the country whose municipalities something like 180 at last count, are strategizing putting in their own cable companies within the structure of uh, city utilities. So there wouldn't be a Comcast or anything. It would be handled by the city, just like your water or whatever else. Now, there may be (laughs) many out there who think that's a bad idea, but at least it opens up the conversation and puts a shutdown on a lot of this uh, monopolization that's going on. But I would add that uh, whenever we get an opportunity to add our voice to this protest, um, this rollback of uh, net neutrality, we should do so. Now, you know, both political parties are aware that uh, this decision will cost them votes come uh, election time, and for some it already has. And if they're planning a retirement from politics, that might have been a good move. Otherwise, beware the wrath of hackers, dear friends. Many are just patiently waiting for an opportunity to correct some of society's ills. So with that cheery and vaguely revolutionary call to action, we shall uh, pack up our uh, comestibles and uh, shuffle on out of here, but not before thanking our more than generous, nay, sainted collaborators on this edition of Fusebox, Rob Askew and Jody Lorimer for emblematic embellishments of the ID kind, rousing and enthralling advertainment from Laura Dine, Jeff Pollard, and Joshua Willis, and to the ever-vigilant and masterful Pharaoh of the Faders, Milt Keynes, for technical assistance. Brilliant. And as always, 
Thanks to you, dear friends, for pushing play on this edition of Fusebox. We'd appreciate it immensely if you were to subscribe to this program wherever you have found it, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Podcast.com or the Overnightscape Underground. We do so very much even appreciate it. And uh, I have been your work-slow but is expensive host, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon. Fuse.